and welcome to TOEFOP. I'm Charlie Clawson. And I'm Michael Chamberlain. That's right. It's not Will Anderson this week. Will is in LA, as uh, most of you know. So sitting in is our second ever um, guest, but our first ever uh, replacement co-host. Well, you've found the most feminine-like that you could possibly find. Yes. Now, Michael is a, a comedian you've probably seen on TV or maybe heard or seen live or read stuff that he's written. Um, but he's also my oldest friend. I've known Michael since I was 10 years old. Yeah, let me think. Um, yeah, we would have been 10. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got a feeling that the first time we met was when we were playing. Um, we played in the same cricket team, maybe. Yeah, or, or not maybe the first time we met, but maybe the first time we bonded. Did we bond about over who? Dirk, well, we must Dirk, have bonded because, Wellen? like, 30, 30, 20 years later, yeah. we're still here. Yeah. You know, so... That's true. You're probably the only guy from high school that I actually would speak to or see regularly. And it's not that I'm not friends with those guys. It's just that, I don't know. And it's not like I've tried to just get rid of you at some <laughs> stage. I really have tried. But you keep on coming back and I keep on staying at your house. You know, I, what I remember about you when um, we were growing up which is kind of why I liked hanging out at your place, was one that you had the best pantry out of any of my friends. Like, really? Yeah, your mum shopped really well, but you had kind of like, you had like party pies and like TikTok biscuits and yeah. stuff that like, growing up in my house, because I had eight brothers and sisters, you never got fancy shit. She's war rations. It was. <laughs> it's like lard. That was, that was the diet that my family subsisted on. You know what? On. I had meatloaf for the first time um, about a week ago. For the first time? Yeah, I never really had... Well, I'd had never... Well, I had my butler. I remember he once told me that his, he once worked for a poor family and they had meatloaf. No, but it, but... Was, gen- it was generally listed at a cafeteria as meatloaf. And I was like, I've never had that before. But, what, but I, I couldn't quite work out what it was. It's basically, what I, from well, the way my mum used to make it, my mum wasn't the greatest cook. She would just take a lump of minced meat, roll it with some onions and breadcrumb it, and then roast it. Okay. Literally a loaf of meat. Yeah, well, it, I, I thought it was quite delicious. Did you like it? Yeah. Oh, it was fine. Did you have it with tomato sauce? Um, I think maybe gravy. What cafe were you at that serves meatloaf? I've never seen it in a fancy inner city cafe. I want to talk about what cafe I was at. Oh, was it a, was it a cafeteria? Uh, yeah. For I don't what? want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Why? No, I just don't want to do that thing. You can't leave people hanging. Tell them why. I can definitely leave people hanging. <laughs> I can definitely keep a silence about where I was. All right, can we talk about it? Can we talk about the show as like show X? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Okay. We can do that. We can do that. So you are currently working for mm. show as, X as a, as a writer for show X. Yep. And uh, how is that? I think it's uh, everyone's very nice. Okay, everyone's very nice. That's the main thing. Um, everyone's um, easy to work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's um, uh, one of the things about working at show X is that you get a bit weirded out that you're working at show x <laughs> but i think one of the main things is that you go to work and you go oh there are people i can have a chat to and sit around and have fun with yeah why so why were you weirded out working at show x um show x uh <laughs> it's maybe not my thing yeah right but you have to do this as like a, a writer you go to work at jobs something you know they can't all be writing for what is it nigga gotta earn um what <laughs> nigga, is it? nigga gotta eat uh, cream, cash rules, everything around me. So, <laughs> what? Yeah, it's, it's an anacronym. Is that the word? An anacronym. Yeah. Anacronym. So, cash, C, rules, R, everything, uh, E, around, A, me. So, you just go, hey man, cream. Yeah, right. Cash rules everything around me. Yeah. 
That's fucking cool. <laughs> well, I didn't invent it. I'm not the. I'm not the. I'm not the most African American of people in the world. But uh, I think that's from one of our one of uh, a rapper at some stage. Yeah. So, hey, man, cream. Yeah, cream. Yeah. Cash was everything around me. Is that what that Prince song was about? Cream. No, I think that was actually about semen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you when you do when you release two songs within the same kind of period called Get Off and Cream, and you have two almost identical twins kind of <laughs> dancing around very many phallic uh, symbols, I don't think you can really go, "Hey man, it's about money." <laughs> it's a go, metaphor. No, dude, it's about fucking. <laughs> um, the other thing I remember about you is you had a virtually like an entire VHS library at your house that you had obtained illegally. Like, do you oh, remember yeah. you, you had two VCRs, which yeah, yeah. for me, that was like, well, yeah. the Chamberlains must be fucking loaded, man. They have two VCRs. Yeah. But so. those, the, those two VCRs, you remember you went on like a dubbing spree. Yeah, and I reckon they're probably still at mum and dad's. And I went with you once to like your local video store. You went to get like, you know, your seven for 10 bucks or whatever the yeah, deal yeah. was. And um, it was like, uh, Midnight Express. It was like we were going into Turkey to smuggle heroin because we've walked in and you're telling me to act cool the whole time when we're in there. Oh, really? Because I kept saying out aloud, oh, maybe this would be good to copy this and we should oh, talk okay. this. And you're like, shut up, man. Shut up. Shut up. And like, <laughs> I remember as we're going through like the checkout, you had the videos and you're very carefully like putting it in front of the guy and your face, even though you're saying nothing, just read, I'm going to go home and copy oh, this. Really? Yeah, you were so kind of serious. You, you thought I was going to blow your cover. Well, they... Um... I talk a lot and I'm loud, so there's a good chance I would say something, but... Well, I don't, I, I, the thing is, I don't think the guy behind the counter would care. Like a 17-year-old who works at a video store isn't going to care if you're copying know, which, Caddyshack. Which you had a great deal of history with, didn't you? Had a, worked at a numerous uh, video shops. I worked at two video stores. Yeah. Well, I only worked at one chain, but for the one company. Adjust your microphone. This is driving me mental. Well, get a better fucking <laughs> stand. Well, dude, before we got that stand, Will used to do this podcast with that just stuck into an old camera Whoa, tripod. Whoa, mate. Will is not here anymore, hey? <laughs> He's in fucking La La Land, mate. Maybe he hasn't even gone to LA. He's actually, he hasn't left the country. He's, he just made that up. Like, he's still sitting at his house. He's hiding in When like I call a... him, he's getting like a packet of chips and just crunching them next to the phone. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, this line from America is really, uh, really bad. He's like hiding in like a Saddam Hussein spider hole or somewhere. <laughs> just got anything but the podcast, man. He's got like a loaded gun and like, you know, $100,000 of US bills. Just going, oh man, I just can't do it. I can't do it anymore. Um, you, with the videos, I remember, because I used to come borrow videos off you, because you pretty much had a tiny library. Okay. And you once lent me a copy of Beauty and the Beast, Disney's Beauty and the Beast. And uh, I watched Beauty and the Beast, and it was great. And as the credits were sort of like halfway rolling, <laughs> a new program started. Oh, really? And it was something that someone, and I'm not saying it was you, but it was someone in your house had taped off TV. And it was um, like a week with the, a penthouse pet. And it was like this kind of... Oh, really? Yeah, it was one of those like late night, you know, on a Saturday <laughs> night, Channel 7. It was like a, a week hanging out with, you know, the penthouse pet of the year. And it was just like an hour of softcore porn. Oh, really? <laughs> it was just this chick prancing around naked. And I was like, oh, Michael didn't say that <laughs> this is on. It was awesome. So anyway, I gave the videotape back to you and then... For the rest of the year, I requested to borrow that video off you. Really? Like, yeah. I have no memory of it. I kept asking you, oh, can I borrow your Beauty and the Beast? And you're like, are you sure? Like, it's like the fifth time you've borrowed it this year. And it's like, oh, yeah, I just, uh, I just love Be Our Guest. Be really? Our guest. Yeah, yeah. Wow, clearly that is actually before the internet. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. Back in the days when... um, You would record porn. A teenage lad had to um, be resourceful and, you know, 
But I remember, about... I remember your parents being pretty like not lax about that. But I mean, you could have like playboys and shit at your house, couldn't you? No, 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 no. no. But you had like videotapes. You had like kind of sexy films on that you'd recorded off the TV and shit that were labelled like white mischief and stuff. Well, this is an edit point right here because what? this is nothing to talk about. I don't remember any of this stuff. Really? Yeah. I just had this impression of your parents I, being I, like well, insanely permissive. Like you made me a um, pornographer. <laughs> you made me an, an illegal dubber or whatever. You, I'm a pirater. Yeah, I'm a you're pirater. a pirate. You were a former. I'm pirate. now a pornographer. Yeah, I may have killed a few people, but <laughs> no. All I'm saying is that my impression of your family growing up was that they were quite permissive. Like your parents were, the, they weren't kind of, they didn't, they didn't crack down on you. you no, well, I think, I think the version of your, your um, seven or eight children. Yeah, in my family. Yeah, and like by the end of you, like I think I had a, oh, I wasn't a rough equivalent, but like kind of like a So third, you're the youngest. The third kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know. Yeah. Like my curfew is, you know. Yeah. Not, I don't know. But you used to have, I'm sure you had like... I don't think I did. I can't like, picture... Like, not, not like porn tapes, but there's like, if it was, you know, like those kind of teen sex comedies. I can't picture that I had a wall of... <laughs> like... No, you I'm had not... videotapes everywhere in your living room. You had some beside the TV. Like, if you open the, the cupboard beside the TV, you'd have like stacks of VHS. Mm. And then there was that cupboard in the living room. And there was like stacks of videos. Because I used to borrow them <laughs> off you and it'd be like... You know, private resort and things like that. I don't any that, of that in my house, I couldn't have like those tapes just sitting out there. I truly, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> lying. I think on a podcast, podcast, you should be, be honest, truthful. Yeah, I, I can't picture. You so you did, but you didn't tape those shows. You didn't have them on videotape. Oh, I'm sure I've taped like I've been like a 14 year old boy and taped. Yeah, private a, resort. AO movie. Yeah. But I can't picture myself as like a dealer kind of like, <laughs> like hanging on to them and like going. <laughs> I remember coming around your house one day and you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> and you gold plated. And you only had a stroke. There's two bodyguards <laughs> beside you and you're like, fuck this room. Charlie. <laughs> um, What's uh, wrong with seeing a woman's labia? But I'll maintain that I, <laughs> I won the court case and, um, Defendant. I'm not saying you're a junior pornographer. Or the, the point I'm trying to make is that you had <laughs> you a very, are a junior pornographer. No, is that you had a very permissive house. Like you know, I, I don't remember your parents being like like. There's some parents you got a sense from. No, no, no. Like I um, like if 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 your if your mum came in and we had been watching like you know private resort or something and like wanking each other. <laughs> no, I, I, a friend of mine. I think what a friend of mine a friend sucking of, each other off. A friend, a friend of ours. I think we're about 21 or so, and he um said um. He'd never said shit in front of his mum. Oh no, he he said shit once, and I thought that was really weird because like I kind of um. You don't swear in front of your parents? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. I thought it was weird because like it's punctuation, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, my mum says uh, I, I I drop the C bomb all the time, and I was like, oh Michael, you know, stop it, you know. You can say cunt on this show. And I go, mum, I've heard you say it, and she's like, I've only ever said it when I've been quoting you or your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. But uh, on the technicality. I think it's fun. I think it's fun. You know, I, I I don't understand the kind of um, you know, child parent relationship where they can't swear. Yeah, or can't be grown up. But or, some people are just pol- polite. Well, don't put your family polite. Just... <laughs> You're painting a picture of me. So. I I think I I don't I didn't swear. My mum didn't like swearing. Hmm. Um, you know what my mum hated more than swearing though was blaspheming. Yeah. Well, when I make um. God jokes about religion. Um, my oh, mom, Michael. Yeah, well, mum says, you know, she says, um, 
Do you think of all the money we spent on on your education? If if I couldn't read, like if I was, you know, I couldn't, I didn't. If you showed me the number three and I went, oh, that's a tree, um, <laughs> she'd be happy. But as long as I went to church every day, I think she'd be actually really go. Ah, oh, the education was worth it. Yeah. Do your parents still go to Matt, like church every Sunday? I'm not totally sure. I've wondered actually. I've been meaning to ask them that, but I think they go fairly regular. I mean, yeah. for for par- our parents, that generation, it's yeah. more than just church. It's almost like they see friends there and. Well, they like do, it's a community yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah, because I reckon my mum, she still goes. My mum goes like more than once a week. Yeah, but she's a very like she's not like a hardcore Bible basher or anything. She's just it's because that's where a lot of her friends are. It's like their community group and stuff. Yeah, well, a lot of stories I hear from mum and her institutionalized, friends, like, you know, I believe yeah. the term is. Well, she says, you know, I saw someone at church the other day and stuff. She actually last Christmas she said to me, you know, you don't need to get me a gift or anything, but I don't want you to come to um uh, family mass on Christmas Eve. So I went with my sister. <laughs> like, fuck you, mum. No, I went with my sister and dad and the nephew and I think the, don't think the niece was there. Yeah. But um, but uh, are your nieces and nephews being raised Catholic? They've been baptized. Yeah, I don't know if their parents are like that into it, but I think it might be like, well, you get into more schools if you are. Because none of my and I've you know you'd think in my big family there'd be well half my family's gay, so that cancels out biological children. And adopted because they haven't adopted. But the the ones who do have kids, they are so like not Catholic. Like there's not even, I mean they don't. There's there's no. They've been all been raised atheist. I guess just yeah. nothing. I mean they go to sort of state schools and stuff like that. And it hasn't even been. It wasn't an issue for my mum or anything. It hasn't been an issue. But it's amazing that in like the space of forty years, like Catholicism has gone just like ooh, like yeah, it's yeah. just been. Yeah, it's dying. It's. I, I. I. Have you been to mass besides a Christmas mass? Like just for. I've been to reason? weddings and funerals and. But have you ever gone just to a mass? Not for. I couldn't tell you last time. I think I probably got to about fourteen or fifteen. And I think mum and dad just went. We just can't be bothered getting him out of bed anymore. You know. I went um about three months ago for this script that I was writing. I wanted to do some research. Really. And uh, I went, and it was amazing. Did you feel weird doing research in a church like? Kind of, it's not like I was Sherlock Holmes. No, I was like, with the... but you know, it's got a, it's got a thing to it. You know, the you've been there many times. Like, did you feel weird, kind of like ta- almost taking advantage of it? Well, no, it's not. Well, taking advantage of it. I was just going there because I couldn't remember. Yeah, I was trying to remember what it was like to go to mass and what you know the words that they use and the structure of the mass and everything. And did they come back? Easily? Well, that was the scary part. Yeah, it was like yeah. Pavlovian. Like, yeah. as soon as I got on there, I dipped my hand in the holy water and, yeah. and crossed myself. I was like, fuck. Like, it was an instinctive thing before is, I yeah. even thought about it. And then, like, during the Mass, I was kneeling and standing, yeah. like, all at the right times, and I knew all the prayers. It's like, wow, I have not thought about this stuff in probably 20 years, really. Or 20, 20 maybe 15 years. But it all came, it came back really full on. But the, what, the one thing I noticed was there was no young people yeah. in the church. This is like, you know... It was probably midweek, so you wouldn't, you know, Sunday would be the big one. But even when I drive past on a Sunday, like, there's no young people. No. I mean, if you met a 21 year old these days and they said, you know, I go to church every day or every week, sorry, you'd go. What's wrong with you? Yeah. I went to a wedding yesterday and it was funny because it was like a proper church ceremony in a Catholic, Catholic. church. And, and yeah, it was the same thing. Um, when they started up a, a rhyme, the when, they, when, they dropped, <laughs> when they dropped the beat. When the MC priest yeah. spat out a beat. You kind of. I do have a thing where I think. Like, there was a part where they did the uh, Our Father, and I do have a thing where I go, I shouldn't say it because... I don't believe it is. Yeah, but at the same time, you kind of go, well, it's part of the thing, and... Yeah. So I kind of, like, mouthed it, 
without saying <laughs> it. I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's funny. You say you're in a church mouthing it yeah. <laughs> these days. Really different connotation. But I think that's... I think that's part like, of the problem with the Catholic Church is there's been too much mouthing going on in the Catholic Church. Well, Generally, priests balls. Not all of them. Like, that's the thing about the Catholic Church. Like, it is... It is there's a lot, but it's not like... <laughs> Like it is a, it's a few bad eggs. Like it, I do think. I don't think the, I don't think people have a problem with the percentage. It's not like the Catholic Church. Like you rock up to the seminary and they go, right, day one, <laughs> dudes. <laughs> like it's not like that. Like I do feel bad for them, in a way, in that it is the, it's the point. You feel oh, bad for oh, the majority oh. of the priests. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think the problem is the percentage. I yeah. think the problem is the reaction of the Catholic Church yeah. to the ones who are found out. Because yeah. then not, they just get relocated. Oh, shit. You know? Fresh meat. <laughs> it's like, you're going to be made a saint now. You've yeah. molested just enough kids. Yeah. it's it's. But we, it's I had cute. a pedophile priest in my parish growing up. Yeah, and he's become a great politician. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, that was... It's, it's, so it's not like it doesn't happen. No, no. I mean, I, I mean, we went to a... I mean, it's ridiculous that it happens in the first place. Like, I mean, these are... Why be celibate? Like, the problem, the yeah. problem is why make them be... Oh, look, I'm not saying... You know, that that's what causes pedophilia is not having sex, because in yeah. which case, you know, there's a period in my early 20s where I should have been a pedophile. But it's not the not having sex. It's the it's the fact that they're... I mean, the conditions you put on someone. Like, it's mm. it's kind of like why I reckon Japanese have dirty panties in, 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 in like, vending machines over what? there. But they're, like, they're a culture that is very withheld and very suppressed, so then they get this really kinky shit in the side. And it's like, if you deny, especially a man, like, you can't have sex... For what reason? Why aren't priests allowed to have sex? Like, what? What is the? Do you know what the reason behind that is? The only thing I can think of about them, like, kind of, they can't get married, and and and. Or I have sex. I don't know. If I mean, they don't have to get married. I don't know. If Just let is... a dude fucking swing a bit. Yeah, shit. Yeah, if I can let a play play. <laughs> and I don't, I don't. I actually don't know if this is true, and it's it's anecdotal, and I don't know. But uh, my understanding of the kind of can't get married thing is that um, it was a fear of um, uh, divorce and claiming. Half the church's stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I, I have no idea if that's actually true. That's anecdotal. you got to get a prenup. It's like Kanye. Says, <laughs> yeah. <man>. Shit, <laughs> Benedict. She died for money. <laughs> that was the first Pope. He wrote that song. Uh-huh. And I'm well, there was actually, there were, I think there were a number of them, but there were Pope Urbans, which is just a fucking brilliant kind of image of like this Pope, you know, rocking it. <laughs> When's the last time you went to confession? Would that have been Oh, that would have been, yeah. Definitely. Did definitely. you used to make shit up to confess? Uh, keep, I think I kind keep, of... Keep the good stuff. I think I kind of like... um, just. Did you ever confess? I did time. Like, I did enough time to make it worthwhile. Like, you were in there and... But did you ever confess anything that you genuinely... Oh, I think I probably said no. Fuck did you ever tell a priest that you wanked? No, no, God, no. God, no. Because in the priest world, that would be a come on. <laughs> like, Father, I can't stop wanking. You would have just said this... <laughs> well, See you... me in the seminary afterwards. <laughs> I did get a few numbers, but I, <laughs> but I think I just went and said I yelled at my brother and, you know, that kind of thing. I remember at primary school when they, um, you know, you do your first confession. Which Why? I found really, I think, I, I do remember that. And I, I remember like... Um, That's pretty traumatic, your Going to the primary school, yeah. Like you're basically telling a kid, you fucking better let us know what you've been doing wrong. But I feel bad more for my mum and dad and the parents there who were kind of there going... Your parents are there? Yeah, like we had a ceremony. I'm like, I don't, I don't Not, know. That's for your first. That was your confirmation. No, the first, first confession. First confession was like a mass. Well, they made it a spectator event. Like What's these a, little fuckers no, coming into tears? That went all mic'd up. <laughs> they get in front of the crowd so, and go, "All right, I've just bad, bad <laughs> shit." Look, I stole a Mars bar. Uh, let down a kid's BMX. But I remember, like, um, 
it was it was like a nighttime event, so midweek, and um, I think they had about maybe two or three going at the same time to get through all the kids, and I remember I um, I do I I, I think I remember I had like a kind of a list, like a kind of okay, here are five things I'm going to say, you know, and I do remember kind of giggling like kind of halfway through it, <laughs> and then I killed that hobo, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just. But I just felt bad. Like when I look back at those, I go, oh, "Mum and Dad had to, you know, it's a Tuesday night or whatever, and like they probably had to get my brother and sister and go off to you know this place at seven o'clock and do that." And they're like, going, oh, we got better stuff to do." Like my mum tells me, like, um, uh, when I when I was born, um, there was a priest there, and she said, "Can you baptize him?" And she, he's gone, "No, oh, no, I can't really do that unless he's like, you know, might be sick or you know, ill." Why? Ah, oh, because. That's well, it doesn't want to waste a blessing. Well, on a no. Well, kid. If, if he's dying, then I can baptize him, so he doesn't go to purgatory or whatever, you know. Yeah. So why couldn't he baptize you anyway? Well, he said, you know, he's healthy, so you know, you've got <laughs> he to. Said, he said, you know, I can baptize a kid, but you got to show me some. Yeah. Well, right he there, said, you know, what you know I'm the idea was like, you know, if priests don't play that. If he's sick, he can do cream, it. Cream, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Show me the cream, <laughs> yeah, bitch. Gold chain and grills. There's <laughs> a, a father grills. Yeah. <laughs> But he said, uh, I can do it. Um, Father P. Reece. If he's sick, but he's not, he's not sick, so you've got to do the kind of ceremony. And mum said, I do, like, I've got to get the family over. I've got two under three. Like, I've got to cook stuff and I've got to do an event. Like, just baptize the motherfucker, <laughs> man. Like, just do it. You take my can of Coke. Yeah. Sprinkle it over just his head. Just do it. But I do like the idea that he's kind of, you know, the choice between, you know, baptism can kind of be like, Oh man, I've got to cook a chicken. <laughs> like, okay, this Catholic thing, maybe, maybe it's not as cracked up to me. No, well, that I remember the first confession at my primary school. We were told, you know, before you went in, that you know, you, the priest is uh, have some good shit. No, he well, they, they what they said was the priest is um, Jesus Christ. Like you're talking to Jesus Christ. He's absolving you of your sins. So don't feel weird about telling him stuff because it's Jesus Christ, and you know, he's infinite love and infinite forgiveness. And so, like, you know, we were told, fucking reach into the darkness, you know. And I remember sort of, well, sitting in the pews in the church, like, watching one by one as kids went in. And this girl, I can't remember her name, it was Simone something, Simone Buckley, I think. I don't know. And she goes in. And then, like, two minutes later, she comes, like, bursting out in tears. And the priest is chasing after her, saying, get out, get out. Like, and basically chased her out of the church. No way. And we were all sitting there going, holy fuck. Jesus Christ, isn't he meant to be infinite forgiveness, infinite love? What did she do? What did she say? I don't know what she said. I don't know. I was too scared to ask. I didn't want to go to hell. That is such a traumatic thing for a kid, though. Like, what, you're nine or ten? Yeah. And you've gone in there and gone, um, I did this, you know. (laughs) You did what? (laughs) What? Yeah, it was for fun. I remember the, um, a friend of mine, we, uh, because we had to go to reconciliation, which is what it's called, um, kind of class. What does that mean again? Like, it sounds familiar. Reconciliation would be like, you know, being friends, you know. Yeah, yeah. But that was a religious class. Well, that was the... Con- what year was, that was That was confession. Reconciliation. That's the... Oh, right. That's what it's called, yeah. Okay, shit. And, um, which I imagine, and I'm making this up too, but I imagine it's like, you know, we're making up to Jesus or something. Fucking whatever. <laughs> whatever he did. A long time ago. It's very hard for an eight-year-old to have, like, a beef with Jesus. But I had a friend of mine who kind of, when we, we had to kind of walk up these stairs and go to another class to kind of learn about this stuff. And he kept on going, it's reconciliation. It's so silly. It's so silly. It's reconciliation. I was like, <laughs> that's actually a really good point. Like, you've actually nailed it right there. Confession. Did you confess for having that thought when you got up there? Oh. Father, I, I have made a bad pun. <laughs> yeah. Get out. Get yeah. out. 
Yeah, they were all weird. Like the first com- first communion, it's weird too, you know. And again, like the whole family's there, and yeah, it's like it's just a wafer, man. You know what I didn't get about the first communion, and it probably has something to do with like brides of Christ or something. But why are the little girls dressed like little brides? Is it because they're marrying Jesus? Because it's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> You're wondering why there's so many pedophile priests. Stop taking little girls and putting them in fetish gear. Yeah, stop putting them in lingerie. Yeah, the Vatican, the next year they're voting on what next year's output should be. It's like, <laughs> how about we just have naughty schoolgirls? Yeah. They are schoolgirls. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. French maid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. It's, it's weird because did you wear like a white skivvy and like school shorts or something? I reckon I, I've, I've got a picture at home and wearing like black pants and like a white shirt yeah. and, and a tie. I was wearing a white skivvy yeah. and like black shorts. I went the, the summer look. <laughs> and Charlie's wearing the latest in summer Catholic. <laughs> you went casual. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. There is something about Catholics in bad dress sense, though. Like you see some pretty bad fashion at church. And we had um because some people go to church like they may not have left the house all day, yeah. but they'll still go to church and they don't get changed. So you see people rocking up to mass in some yeah. pretty shit gear, like yeah. that idea that people get dressed up for you know mass. And they don't do that. Maybe your mum did, but and you got to think about the priest too, who's like doing a Sunday mass and doing you know he's doing four shows a day. So he's like there going all right. Read oh, this man. one earlier. I remember this. You know they say like. You see it's a bit of lazy comedy where someone goes on stage like with a newspaper or something like that and they're like, you know, how's this article, blah, blah, blah. We, we had a priest do that. Like, he's so out of shit to talk about. Like, he was working from, like, the Herald Sun. Yeah. <laughs> but on the front of the Herald Sun was a photo of two guys kissing and awesome. it was like, uh, awesome. it was at Mardi Gras. And how did that, like that. did that annoy the yeah. Catholic Church at all? Oh, he was so angry. <laughs> he was so angry. He was saying, this kind of filth. <laughs> Is going to send us all backwards. I love it when a, a priest went rogue. Yeah, yeah. And I remember one. I mean, he's got, got, let's just uh, off the record, turn the mics off. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay some real shit on you right now. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you how it is. <laughs> Normally, after being drinking whiskey all afternoon in the rectory. Well, that's that. What you, you'd do that though, wouldn't you? Like you'd, you'd, no, you'd rant for sure. Like um, there was a, um, a a gay club near where I lived called Virgin Marys. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, one day the priest just went. Hey, guys, <laughs> i got to get real with you. And just teed off on it. You know how, you know, it's called Virgin Marys and stuff. But I love it, like, uh, when a priest just, like, goes off script, you know. Um, there's yeah. an, and another one where I, I distinctly remember um, one where there's <laughs> script. this big old church we used to go to. And um, there was just a cold draft that would come through. Well, I didn't, I couldn't feel it. It's the Holy the, Spirit. The priest is up the front. And, like, he'd be, like, halfway through a thing and he'd go, um... Can you close the door? Because <laughs> there's a cold draft coming through. And it just really killed the moment. Yeah. It's like watching Shakespeare, kind of like you're going, you know, to be your, hey, mate, <laughs> um, can you turn your phone off? <laughs> like it just killed the whole emotion of the whole bit. I wonder how that is actually, because that's something we would have not encountered would be mobile phones in church. That must happen all the fucking time. Hmm. I wonder what that does to the old priest. That must drive him mental. Yeah, it's really throw them off their quality message. <laughs> Uh, I saw a, a priest get heckled um, uh, once. It was really weird. He was talking about... Solid material, though, though. It's, it's no, it was fun. something about... Oh, God, it was, it was along the lines of the... He would been disappointed with the lack of support at, you know, the, the bake sale or something like that. Okay. And um, one of the, this guy stood up and started yelling back at him and saying, stop having a go at us, you know. You know, we're, we're coming here every Sunday and we're doing our best and blah, blah. And they just went at it for like... Really? Yeah, 10 minutes. He was just standing in his pew. It was really weird, like... 
I don't know if people maybe for the first five minutes thought, oh, it's some part of the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like maybe there's going to be some message. Like maybe in the end they're going to like hug and bang. Yeah. And that's why you don't <laughs> yell out in public. It sounds a bit like the wrestling. <laughs> like <laughs> some, a plant in the crowd. It's like going, hey! <laughs> but they're starting a feud. Well, that, yeah, what happened was I think the priest was stomping around the altar and he was saying how he's the strongest priest <laughs> no in way, the world. No and there's no one could challenge him. And all you parish suckers and this guy stood up <coughs> and so he went up and had a test of strength yeah and... <laughs> now, he now he's the intercontinental champion all the little paper maniacs <laughs> can you smell what saint rock is cooking <laughs> <laughs> ah, good times church were you ever an altar boy yeah, I, re- I was about two or three times. Yeah, but like when I, I think it was about grade four, where you kind of got to be become... <laughs> never, never got so much dick in my life. <laughs> Those three weeks, I was like a pig on a spit. Um, I was a hardcore um, altar boy. I did <laughs> well, you've just told us you were. You, you know, no, I was, I was talking about you. Oh. I was saying in the three weeks you're an altar boy. No, the, I was I was an altar boy at that same parish where there was a pedophile, but he didn't uh, he didn't eye me off. Yeah, but I worked with him on numerous occasions. We yeah, did, yeah. Uh, we toured together. Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the cliche thing to kind of go, you know, oh, why didn't they pick me kind of thing. Yeah. But we were educated. No, <laughs> what he says now? I have never once gone, oh, no, why didn't no, no. pick me? No, but that's a cliche kind of comedy thing going, oh, Catholic, you know. Oh, blah, I knew I was oh, flat. Oh, pick me, yeah. yeah. But um, because but, uh, we were educated by Jesuits for about eight years. And I kind of just have the opinion, like, Jesuits would rather read a book than fuck a boy. Like, yeah, they'd be like going... They're total academics. Oh, shit, fucking fuck a kid. Uh, look, I'm, I'm reading the Quran in Latin. I've really got shit to do, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, they they're, have... they're very intellectual. I, I always try to explain Jesuits to people is they're like, um, they're like the SAS of the Catholic Church. Like, yeah, they're yeah. the kind of best of the best. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. they have to have, like, professional degrees or something, don't they? Like, medicine, law, well, I theology. Think it's, just, it's just, you know... They some... study for, like, eight or nine years or something, don't they? And they're the only ones who can exercise demons, dude. Really? <laughs> yeah. Jesuits are the only ones who are sanct- sanctioned to do perform exorcisms. I didn't, hear, I didn't know that. We knew a priest who did an exorcism. My family. I can't remember his name. Really? Father. It would be something Irish. It would be Father McCarthy, Father McKenzie. He performed an exorcism, like, would have been 30 years ago, yeah. in Africa, and had a nervous breakdown. Really? I remember um, him coming around for dinner once, and all the kids obviously were like, tell us about the fucking exorcism. Yeah. And he was like... Oh, uh, you live and die by Jesus Christ, and that's all you need to know, or something like that. He was really, yeah, traumatized by it, possibly because he spent six months with a girl with a mental illness. Yeah, I think uh, I think that would probably be it. Yeah, I mean, at what stage should you kind of go? Well, um, uh, a, this friend is all of, who a friend of mine put it greatly back in um, uh, a from school, and um, we had the thing where you, you know, we had the thing in like year eleven or ten or something where the priest would take us into his office and. Talk about who do you love? Uh, that story. No? No, do you remember that the priest would take us in and you go, who do you love? And you have to say... The Rock? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you know this stuff. No, they used to... Ta- I don't remember them taking us into... There was a, a father who would take us into his office. Like, father Stoney. Yeah, yeah, at the start of year 10 or 11, I can't remember. And he, you love? he'd take you in there at the start of the year. Were we meant to know who we love? No, that's the thing. Oh, we so he's honestly asking us. Yeah. It wasn't like we're meant to know the answer. Have, we, have you turned the... I've turned the tables on you, so you've told me stuff I don't know about myself, and now I've turned <laughs> it on you. Well, th- th- so we all definitely went in and got asked who, who did we love. There was a meeting... Well, year I 10 or 11. when we were younger, Father Leonard used to come to school, and you'd have those one-on-one sessions, and he'd be like, 
do you, you know, do you love, do you love your mum? Do you tell mum you love yeah, her? Yeah. And you'd be yeah. like, yeah, it's, oh, that's great, that's yeah, great. Yeah. And it's like Jesus is like a friend. You, when you pray, you say, oh, Jesus, I'm really nervous about this cricket game on Saturday. I want oh, to do yeah. well. And yeah. you know, you just talk to him and ask him for help. Yeah. Like I remember him. But there was so it was like an older version of that. Yeah, his father Stoney would take us into his office, and um, he would say, sit down, sit there, and he'd go, "Who do you love?" And you'd go, oh, "I love my mum." <laughs> Love my dad, um, my brother, my sister. Uh, I love God. God's awesome. I love God. And he go, no, no. Who do you love? And he go, um, I love, I love Mark Taylor, <laughs> and I love Mr. T. I love Dermot Brereton. I love that girl off Charles in Charge. Yeah, I love that chick. <laughs> and he go, no, no, no. Who do you love? And he go, oh, fuck, I'm running out. And he go, I love, I love Shane Warne. <laughs> And you go, no, no, no. And the answer was you. Did you ever get to it? No, no. You never got to it? No. It's like... Do you reckon anyone did? Well, the trick was, because there were 220 kids in a year, that you, you surely know this story. I can't remember it. But um, you worked out that... He, he said, who do you love? And, um, and, and the answer was you, yeah. you know. And so, oh, I love me, you know. Then um, show me. <laughs> Suck it. Anyway, he's, no, he's actually he was actually a good yeah, player. Yeah, that's actually that. entirely offensive. To <laughs> His nickname was Donger, though, yeah. which was an interesting nickname for a priest to be called Donger. Ah, uh, but he just, he just loved whack a mole. He loved whack a mole. <laughs> but he'd say, uh, "Who do you love?" And so the the word would filter through the the year level. Um. Okay, if you go to this thing, the answer is you. Okay. <laughs> okay, you love you. And, but then... And so the, even before he gets a question, who do you... Mute me! me I love <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, well, yeah. Because you did it at the start of the year and the end of the year. So by the, at the end of the year, you'd say, who do you love? You go, me. Fucking, I'm awesome. I'm fucking great. I'm so great. Just fucking... Yeah. Fuck, you know, cream. But you told me a tale about how you, you kept it going. Like, but because if you, if, you, if you found out the answer... Yeah, you could... But you went, gee, I've got double maths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could really kind of get oh, out of this. Oh, this does sound more familiar now. You'd go, who do you love? And you go, oh, fuck it, I don't know. Um, look at the watch. <laughs> um, gee, I love, I love my dog. <laughs> I love, love rainbows. <laughs> and then eventually you go, no, no, who do you love? And you go, oh, oh, lunchtime, Me. Me, I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. <laughs> and you go, just missed a double period. Great, awesome, fantastic. Wow, I'm smart. I don't remember that doing that at all. But you tell me, you tell me a tale how um, and this is actually did I did I tell did I invent that? Is that what you're saying? No, I don't think you invented it. Oh, and shit. and I'm I'll I'll bring up a bad memory about your father. Yeah. But you tell me how oh, you yeah, went in there yeah. and you pretended that you were more emotionally more emotional than you were at that moment. Yeah. To prolong the, yeah, the period. definitely, yeah. yeah. But I remember you telling me how, you know, you kind of prolonged it, kind of going, oh, a bit emotional, a bit. And I, re- I remember you telling me how you just got bored and your kind of eyes glazed over. And he and he said to you, "This is about your father." And you went, "Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is." Like I don't remember you telling me that. Um, yeah, I probably did. I was just thinking, do you remember like at high school? Did we ever? Was it ever like a um? Like, you know, on the internet now, you see photos of guys who get crashed out and they'll have, like, dicks drawn over their faces or they'll yeah. get taped to a wall or something like that. Yeah. Did we ever do anything crazy or anything like that? I remember um, being out one night and, like, a bloke um, had his eyebrow shaved off. But um, 
yeah, that was probably that. the that was probably the worst thing. Yeah. Was that the worst? It must have been worse. Uh, I don't think so. Like, do you reckon that's gotten like maybe were kids tamer or was it just us? Because I don't remember like our year level being that kind of crazy or anything like that. Like, no, like um, I think to be a fifteen year old kid now it would be horrific. Yeah, right. Like the idea that um, well, they get to see girls' tits a lot more. I think um, the sexualization of children is like uh, remarkable. Um, <laughs> actually, <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face, but like. I think the a fifteen year old from twenty years ago is so different to a fifteen year old now. The internet is like a huge thing in terms of yeah. I, mean, I don't know. If they, they they talk about this all the time. I went to this conference where they're talking about social media, and they're saying how like five, even five years ago, you know, people were super protective of their like you know um, privacy online. But since Facebook and Twitter and you know everyone knows where everyone is all the time now. Yeah that social attitudes towards privacy are changing. So if you're a kid growing up in that and you don't know any different, like yeah. a 15-year-old, if you're Marty McFly and you went back to like, you know, 1990, no, the other way around. If you took a kid, if you took Marty McFly from 85 and dropped him now as a 15-year-old yeah. and sent him to like a high school, yeah. <laughs> he would be freaked out. Internet bullying, like straight away, like, you know, at, at, at in, in, in our era, you actually had to bully someone to their face but do you think but but argue and look i mean i'm sure i'm sure that's like a a new problem but is it because you know the kids have been raised with exposure to like more and more stuff that they've got a thicker skin to bullying you know what i mean like if everything has been amped up isn't it like across the board everything has been amped up so kind of you know the viciousness or the sadism of like bullying may have increased but doesn't also the tolerance because kids are watching like you know virtual snuff videos on youtube if they want like kids can see all kinds of shit be really desensitized to that kind of stuff. So, you know, someone calling a kid a faggot or something, like they hear that all the time in in, in rap music and on websites and stuff. So maybe it doesn't hurt as much. Maybe. There are probably, yeah, there are probably people actually, you know, devote their life to studying this kind of thing, but it kind of, I think... Uh, I mean, there'd be more gay kids, I reckon, in schools now. Yeah, More openly definitely. gay kids. Definitely, definitely. But if you really want to bully someone, you could probably come at them from four angles as opposed to just one. Yeah, right. You know, they can... Yeah, yeah I suppose You can bully right. them at school and then they go home and go, oh... My Facebook has that. Oh, my Twitter has that. Oh, I can't escape it. Oh, shit. Yeah, I guess that's the, that's the thing is it follows you home now. Yeah. Which is why I don't understand like the concept of um, sex tapes or like, you know, when, when celebrities get photos online, like maybe five, six years ago, okay, you know, what's going to happen if, you, if your photos go missing? But now, yeah. like once it's online, it's there forever. Like, well, that's the thing though as well, like with the Facebook and your Twitter and stuff, like I don't know, 15 years oh, five years time you know like run for office and it's like oh there you are you're 25 yeah you know but know? that's what I think they were saying this seminar about social attitudes are changing maybe that's gonna if people get exposed to more and more stuff like people maybe okay the attitudes are gonna relax a bit I, I remember getting a MySpace friend request about two years ago now and it was from a 16 year old girl called Slut <laughs> and, who and, was probably a 33 year old guy but um I thought that's not healthy <laughs> to go. Hmm. Username. Hmm. What can I? What can I be? What can I be? Oh, you know what? I've just finished you reading know. the Female Eunuch by Jermaine Greer. But it was like a normal kind of sixteen-year-old girl from you know Wollongong or something. You know, like yeah, right. She might have been a... being ironic. Maybe she's owning it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a tartar you want. Well, yeah. I don't know. It's like it's like a Italian guy might call himself Wog. You know, twelve on his is his username. 
She can own it if she wants. I mean, look, it's not the most tasteful name. But... Shall we call her? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I remember um, in the early days of the internet, so like late 90s, um, they used to hang out with Chugga and, and James a fair bit. And that they... Have you made clear who they are in the, in the previous podcast? No, no, they're just friends. Well, they're just friends. I assume people oh, would know who they are. Okay, friends. Friends guys <laughs> called Chugga and James. The more interesting part of the story is that when I used to hang out with these guys in the early days of the internet, um, they used to go to chat rooms, yeah. you know, where people go to fucking hook up and shit. <laughs> and they would masquerade as eighteen, like an 18-year-old girl. And they would go on and be like, um, hey, you know, my name's like Hardy, uh, you know, I'm freshly shaved, blah, 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 blah. And they would like take hits from all these guys in the chat room. They're like, hi, hi, you know, hi, Hardy, hi, Hardy, blah, blah, blah. And they would work these guys into a frenzy like, and would get really, really dirty. Oh, grooming them. Yeah, and then at the very last minute when the guy's like, yeah, I'm so hot, I'm really hard, they go, fuck you, dude, we're three dudes sitting in Bo Morris and we're laughing at you, ha, You know, and we'd all like high-five and stuff. And like, we'd go back to the couch like, ha, those fucking perverts, man, we got them. <laughs> and those perverts who were just in a chat room talking dirty to other dudes. <laughs> But I remember the early days of the internet. Like, I went overseas in 98 for half a year at uni. And I remember emailing your brother. My brother. Who would pass it on to you. Yeah, right. Because you didn't have email. And I went <laughs> over there. My brother hooked me up, like, on a Hotmail account. That's so funny. And I actually had my name, like, it's like, it like Mick Chamberlain or something, yeah. you know. But he's now worth millions. <laughs> but uh, but uh, that was like the, it's like, you know, defunct now. It's, you know, full of spam, whatever. But um, that was my thing and you'd go and email people and i remember telling a friend like what an underscore was yeah right. like you'd go like oh, you know i was you know mick underscore chamber he's like what's that and I'm like, well you got to push control and you gotta push it. like <laughs> like i remember rocking up to uni one day and i'm getting on the computer and um this uh, there was pamela anderson nude and then about 10 minutes later this bike rocked up and that was his station yeah. he's like oh hey man i was uh i was using that and I was like, um, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm on it now. Like, anything? Did you say anything? I'm like, no, no, you weren't, you weren't checking porn on your account. No, no, you're fine, man. You're fine. Well, that was back in the days where, like, you know, you'd fucking stay up for it's like dial-up. 15 minutes to watch, yeah. like, a, a JPEG go, and just load on the screen. And you're like, there's her eyes, there's her mouth, there's her neck, come on. And then it would freeze just before the boobs. You're like, fuck! You'd have to reset it. That was the whole thing, yeah. But nowadays, that's the thing with the teenagers. Like, you know, I haven't done research, but I imagine, you know, if you're typing, looking for porn and you're 14, and you go, whoa, that's what people do? Yeah. Well, Will and I have talked about this before. Like, if we'd had access to that kind of porn in our teens, like, would you have left the bedroom? (laughs) Would you have left the house ever? Well, that would be a thing too, like, for parents these days. Like, you know, don't have a computer in the bedroom you know like for yeah. the, the child you know yeah um because they would never leave they'd be malnourished and probably have a goatee <laughs> just feed them a lot of pineapple juice <laughs> yeah. uh yeah man I, I yeah i don't know how kids now handle it or parents i mean my nephew is on facebook yeah and like you know he's he's, he's not the chattiest guy at the best of times yeah. he's quite shy and um but on Facebook, like I see him like swearing and stuff, and like yeah, yeah. it's like holy cow! Like who is this person? Well, do you? I mean, you use it um, in a like do, Facebook. If you, yeah, have you put anything up that you regret or Twitter or regret? Like, uh, well, something actually uh, happened um, with the Tofop Facebook page okay. where I was trying to upload a photo, 
and it wasn't working. Yeah. And so I, um, I thought maybe it's the, the folder I was trying to upload from. So I tried another folder, which is my personal photos. And I just clicked on one randomly, which was a, a photo from Angus Sampson had that fancy dress party a few years ago where the theme was Aussie film. Yeah. And I'd gone as Mad Max, yeah, like in did, full yeah. leathers. And I had like, you know, I'd gone all out. I had a makeup artist give me like a black eye and I put yeah. gray through my hair and had a shotgun on my side. And there was a photo of me in full leathers standing next to a guy at the party who was just like a biker who was wearing like chaps, you know, and the shoulder pads and a mohawk and stuff. So if you didn't know the context of where that photo was taken, you're like, oh, it's Charlie at an S&M club. And so I uploaded that to the, the TOEFOP page and I didn't realize because I thought my computer wasn't working. And so I'd gone to bed and then like I woke up a few hours later and there's all these like comments underneath like, hey, <laughs> no, like, what is that? And so I thought, oh shit, I, I, I I just got to own it. Like, it's out there now. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not embarrassed. So I, in the comments section, I wrote, ah, guys, yeah, no, sorry. It was um, me at a, at a fancy dress party. But then I'm going to leave it up. It's pretty funny. But then I went to load the comment and the comment wouldn't load. And I was like, I started to get a bit nervous, started to second guess myself. I was like, oh, maybe I don't want that out there. So you, in the end, I deleted it. You can't. Yeah, you took the photo off. And I yeah. may put it back up. Yeah. For, uh, you know, if, if the response out there is big enough, then you may see the S&M Charlie Clawson photo. Well, one of the remarkable things I find about the show X that I work on is that um, um, the the IT, for lack of a better word, there's a better word for it, but the IT guy has the Twitter account for the host of Show X. Yeah. And to me, that would be an enormous burden to not get lick it up and go, I'm going to just make a name right now. <laughs> like, I was saying to him, like, how do you... That would be he's legendary. Like, he's like, I have, I have three drinks and I just put the phone away. Yeah. I can't, I can't look at it because I just want just to Just sitting go. at home licking my own asshole. Yeah, like, you really, you really can't. LOL. Yeah, like, yeah, like it's a, a, be a, a uh, big, a big, a big tweet. It'd be a big tweet. Just paid a homeless person to shit my mouth. <laughs> Lol. Smiley face. It'd be an enormous tweet. That would fucking, that would be legendary. Yeah. You know what? But the great thing about that friend of yours is the host of Show X would never dare sack him because in that five minutes that he's been sacked, he's got time to get in that fucking Twitter account and say, hey, you know, you know who gives great head? Yeah, because Show X like would go, oh, what's that? What's, what is this new thing the kids yeah, are yeah. doing? Yeah. So he'd be like, give me the account. And what's a phone? <laughs> <laughs> like, be a bit like that. Yeah. Hey, let's uh, let's 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 finish it up. So, um, uh, thanks, Michael, for co-hosting. Thank you, thank you. Um, you can check out Tofop on our Facebook page, and if you like it, uh, click like and and leave some comments and and talk about the episodes too, because um, we read them and it's interesting. Um, also, are they can, are they good or bad or like what? Well, the comments. Yeah, I don't have any bad ones yet. The bad stuff tends to be like shit that it actually is indefensibly bad like the sound was awful okay um the file sizes are too big yeah sure um but no it's fun and there's no it's it's weird it's i would expect that by now because we've been around for almost six months that some yeah. smart ass would come like, on and just say you guys are fucking shit out yeah um but no we haven't copped any abuse yet well that might be kind of the facebook kind of twitter world that um i was talking it's about of, it's kind of positive like it's um not too much hateful I don't know. If you're putting a thing well, out I, there. Well, I guess, I guess the thing is to seek us out to abuse us is yeah. a bit of effort. Yeah. Because you've got to like the page. You've got to write a comment in. And then you know who they are and you could send an email back to them to yeah, say right. they you're an idiot. Yeah, right. They can't do it anonymously. Yeah, yeah. Although I suppose you could. You could set up a fake account. Yeah, Let's not could. give anyone out their ideas though. No, do that. Do that. <laughs> do that. It would be great. Set up a fake account. I've set up fake email accounts and been like my own 
um, publishers for festivals and stuff. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, it's great. What I've do you had, call this is huge erection. <laughs> no, but I've had, I've, 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 I did a festival a, few, you know, a number of years ago, and I like, um, was doing it myself, and I just set up a fake email account and set stuff out to people going, yeah, I'm part of a production team for Michael <laughs> Chamberlain, and we really love to uh, you know get him on this show and stuff. And I had people saying, oh, yeah, I talked to her the other day, and it's like, <laughs> she, yeah. Uh, and and, and my, my fake email person was so, um, oh, so, so sad. She couldn't come to the festival herself, but she's so busy. And people were saying, um, oh, mate, I, I was emailing back and forth with um, X, and uh, oh, she, such Why a Why did you choose a female publicist? But, well, I actually, I got the idea of a friend, but I thought she wrote in such a... Eloquent my my way. version my version of her was like such a bright and bubbly kind of like lovey kind of oh everything's great kind of thing. So, but why did you choose a woman? Can a guy write bright and bubbly? You didn't want anyone to think your fake publicist was gay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I just kind of thought it'd be funny, like just uh, to, to be. She's like oh lovey lovey do 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 and oh everything's great, everything's fantastic, and and um and people would say to me, you know, I've been emailing back and forth with X and um. Oh, it's such it's such a shame she can't make it here. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's um, yeah, she's so busy back home. And <laughs> going, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah, please don't set up fake accounts and comment on the page after that do story. It, do it, do it. Um, and I think uh, Will is coming back to Australia, so we're going to try and record a bunch next week. Michael's saying no, he's not. No, nah, there's no way Will is coming back. <laughs> Tofop with Charlie Close and and uh, an empty microphone. <laughs> We'll be back when we're back. I'm not sure when that's going to happen just yet, uh, but hopefully it'll be next week. I'm Charlie Clawson. Ah, oh, I'm, I'm Michael Chamberlain, and Will Anderson's definitely not coming back. <laughs> <laughs>